And now, the right reasons. Yo, New York in the house. It's Brooklyn in the house. Right. Welcome to the right reasons. I'm Juliette Littman. And I'm David Jacoby. Bachelor delivers once again. We got the batch. We'll also be talking a little bit about Unreal. Unreal. And I dove into the Real Housewives of New York this week, and I really enjoyed it. It's so good. You used the word dove because it was like a swimming-themed episode. I know. I tried to like work that, but I was too dumb to figure it out on the fly. I, have some, I really want to talk about the ocean and Turks and Caicos when we get to it. But first. But first, let's talk about the Bachelorette. Big- I want, first of all, we, we go to Starbucks, so we use our PEDs before the podcast. Sure. And as we walked away from Starbucks, you said what about this season? I said it's not actually that good. Wrong. You're wrong. Uh, the, but then I went on to elaborate. What I meant by that is, so we've, the last like three episodes have focused on a very short period of time. Mm-hmm. So what they did is they just eliminated a lot of guys really quickly and stretched out the good part to make a good season. Yeah. But I'm just saying, but I'm just saying, it's like shout out to them. Good job. They actually were, n- they were given one huge thing to work with and that's it. Mid season. Yeah. Coitus confession. Yeah. It's pretty wild. I cannot believe they've been in Ireland this entire time. Ireland's not that big either. Not at all. It's the biggest winner of the season is the country of Ireland. It is. unbelievable. They've gotten great Irish weather, too. Yeah, the sun is shining. It's like you wouldn't know that it rains there almost all the time. Yeah. It's pretty hilarious. I'm into it. I'm me, too. Really into it. Um, Let's talk about Caitlyn and Sean B. Because, of course, we can't go by without some kind of Sean B drama. We can't go by without... Me liking Sean B less. No, it's very upsetting. Every, but do you remember how into Sean B you were a month ago? I love Sean B. I was like ready to do it with Sean B, and now I'm just like, ah, he cries. Yeah, he's eh. the worst. Also, um, someone tweeted at us, and also we noticed it. He had a giant tub of protein powder in his oh, hotel room. Yes, I totally noticed that the first time around. Huge tub of protein powder, like those gigantic things. Just think about how much space that takes up in your bag. I know. Did he buy it in Ireland? Did he bring it with him? Like, you and know. he left the room. Okay, so he was leaving the room when we saw this protein powder. Does that mean that it was a either just like one of those BS reality show takes? Like, hey, Sean, we need a, we need a shot of you leaving the room, and then he was just pretending, and then went right back in and like did a line of protein powder, or. Did a line. <laughs> Did he finish the protein powder and then was just leaving an empty bottle behind? If that, if the latter is the case, then I'm really concerned about his protein or intake. Or C, it's like one of his toiletries and he's like leaves it out for like daily use. It's like toothpaste. Well, he, he's like, he's rolling out. They're leaving Dublin to go to Cork. That's true. So maybe it was empty. Maybe it was empty. But then he's used an entire jug of protein powder in the season. I don't know. Like, I don't know a lot about protein powder. Like, except, like, I remember in college, guys who were, like, trying to, like, who, like, just discovered working out or yeah. were, like, having it. And, like, okay, cool. Good for you. I've never fallen down that rabbit hole. But Does it really make a difference? Yes. I think – here's what happens. is This is, in my experience, via my friends. You get really big and strong, and then if you stop working out, you get fat. Because mm, you're, like, having so many extra calories. Yes. The protein powder. Yeah, exactly. Like it's great if you like work out every day for the rest of your life, you're going to look great, but it's like got it's got a big downside if you stop. Huh. Interesting. Well, I don't know. For some reason that just kind of like I, I don't know, just hurt his it, stock to me for some reason. I'm a, ooh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm going to fire some shots. If you have more than one gigantic tub of protein powder in your house, I don't like you. Whoa! Whoa! Just, just throwing Whoa. it out there. Like, can you name a guy in your life that you really like that's like way into protein powder and creatine and like goes to GNC all the time and spends one hundred twenty dollars? No, I remember this one guy in high school who was on the track team was really into creatine and like we used to like joke about it. He didn't find it funny. 
John uses a lot of protein powder. <laughs> he really does. That's why his face is so I long. think he replaces flour with protein powder in all of his recipes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> so, anyway, um, so he has a sit-down with Caitlin. I don't even remember when it was, what point of the episode. But she finally admits, she finally, she, the moment we've been waiting for, her big admission, was not to a whole group. It was just to Sean. Just to Sean. Joe, roll the clip. A night we went back to my place and I just feel like I went too far. And it's hard for me to admit it, but we had sex. Yes. There we it is. Had sex. Confirmation. Coitus confirmation. Here's the thing about this. This is what I was yelling at the television the whole time. Why are you telling him? Why is she telling him? Why are you telling him? When you start a new relationship, you don't need to disclose your entire sexual and she keeps, history. Yeah, she keeps being like, I just want to be honest. I just want to be honest. I just want trust. Here's the, here's the key to a lasting relationship. Don't be honest. Right. Or at least yeah, Don't be honest. Here. Yeah, yeah. For real. Don't be honest. If you want to be in a long-lasting relationship, complete honesty is a really bad policy. Yeah, you need to keep some, some things to yourself. And Absolutely. Also, even if she did need to tell him because he was going to see it on TV, wait till the filming is done. There's a, there's a period in between. Thank you, Juliet. There's no reason to do it right away. There's absolutely none. And here's one of my here's another thing about confessions like this. Okay. That under the guise of it benefiting the Sean in this case, it's like, oh, I just want to tell you, I feel like I have to tell you. Really, what she's doing is trying to relieve some of the pressure, her internal pressure of her own guilt. Absolutely. There was an entire Felicity episode about this once when Felicity cheated on Ben and her therapist was like, why are you telling him? Is it for you? Is it for him? It's for you. It's for you. Yeah. It's not for him. It's for you. And that's why she does this, because she feels bad. Also, you know that the producers made her do this. The strategy is just so broken. Do you think so? I feel like, okay, we're going to come to this more with when we talk about Unreal, but I've kind of like lost track of like what happens organically and what they like force to happen. Like I, I don't know anymore. Like what yeah. I, like I'm not like an objective, like critical viewer. I just kind of like buy, because like it's such like a part and parcel of our work and also our friendship, I just buy into all of it. And like I don't know anymore like what they have staged. Like I can't tell. I can't really tell either, but I know the smart thing to do would not to tell him, okay? Mm -hmm. Don't tell him. There's no reason to tell him. And then if you end up engaged to him, there is a period of like three or four months where the show hasn't aired or this episode hasn't aired, and you use that three or four months to then disclose the information. Totally. Totally. That's what you do. But instead, she tells him on camera because that, that benefits only the producers. Right. Really only. And also, it's like almost mean to Sean. Then he has to hear about it. On All, camera. On camera. Do you know what else who benefits, though? Who? Us. Us. That's true. <laughs> yeah, Shout out to us. Her, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, he didn't take it that well. He seemed like he was about to have a nervous breakdown, but he didn't. First of all, by saying he didn't take it that well, you know what I mean? Is, is, is like saying it's a little hot in the desert. Like, he took it so bad. He just sat there, didn't say anything, right? Just, like, staring at her, and he's like, uh... Uh, I have to go to the bathroom. What? Time. Go to the bathroom? And then he goes to the bathroom and he's got his mic on. He's like, I'm so tense, I can't even piss. <laughs> like, what? That sentence has never that been uttered thing? in the history of... That- no! <laughs> that sentence has never been said. I'm so tense right now, I can't pee. Well, then don't pee. Isn't you know also, what I mean? Well, we don't need to get too gross, but isn't it usually the opposite? Like, you, like, I don't know. You're like, you don't, like, tense up and, like, hold everything in. 
I don't know. <laughs> I think so. I don't know. It was, but it was just it, he handled it. Just, I don't know what she she didn't want that. What is she? What is the best outcome for her though? For him, be like, oh, it's okay. Or, yeah. Like, what if he's like, yeah, I assumed you did. Then it's like, wait, you're calling wait. me a slut. <laughs> yeah, I think. Or he, like, is he still saying that's okay? Like, I, like, I don't know what what kind of response the best could she would get been if, if he was like, I have to admit something too. You know, Jenna, the production assistant, <laughs> <laughs> totally backed her. Totally did. We're now we're on the same playing field. Let's move on. It's all it's all equal. Um, I just there's no possible win from that conversation because whatever his response is, it's not going to be sufficient. Yes. Like I can't. I just can't imagine like what like when you play that out as Caitlyn. Like what do you think he's going to say? And she delivered the message really poorly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like she was like, "Oh my god, I'm repeating myself." And she's like stumbling and going and like starting and stopping. She it's needs just kind to of like take a course with Ben H. That's how, what I was about to say. To ben speak. H. Ben H. Will ju- would just like go direct and this be what, very smooth. This is what Ben H. would do. Be like, Sean, it's very difficult for me to say this, but I feel I need to tell you, we had sex. Yeah. And he would just get it out really quickly. He's so good at it. He's like Obama, really good speaker. He really is. <laughs> ben H. Should probably be a Republican candidate. He probably should. He does kind of look like a Republican to me, too. I don't know what that means, but he just looks like one. Great. Great. <laughs> you sure you don't want to expand on that? No, let's just leave I it there. I don't want you to. Let's just leave it there. Good, good. Um, and then Sean just basically has a breakdown. I, I can't remember what he was doing for the rest of the episode. I mean, and then, so she tells him before the overnight dates begin. Mm-hmm. And then she goes on an overnight with Nick. So Sean is probably like having a nervous breakdown for 24 hours because he's like, oh, great, they're off banging. So we, we won't go chronologically through the episode. So at the end of the episode is Nick and Caitlin's overnight. Yeah. The question isn't whether or not they had sex. How many times? It's how many times. <laughs> yeah. They clearly had sex like 14 times she that night. She also looked so cute and happy the next morning. Yes, so happy. Yeah. And I, both of them did. And she also clearly, she was wearing like a, like a, like a knee length, like, light robe of some kind yes. that was like very cute a like pers- a perfect post-coital robe yeah it was great she probably spent a long time picking that out or they gave it to her it looked like like a like um like a jockey commercial like it wasn't like sexy like a victoria's secret ad but it was like wholesome like yeah this is what a happy couple looks like and when they wake up in the they're morning picking through room service yeah. breakfast you could they all they obviously ordered like seven entrees and, and just picking at it it was so like, great they're like touching in a very casual way but they're totally. so comfortable with each other totally just it was giggling a, and stuff it, it was great. it was, was so obviously post-coital i um like i don't like nick but I liked them together in that moment because they just seemed happy. That's a great call. Yeah. I hate Nick. Like, yeah. I, I really don't like Nick. I love Caitlyn. But the two of them, I was like, oh, yeah, good for them. Another weird Nick statement is I hate his abs. I would prefer him to not have a six-pack. Huh. Like, just look, because it doesn't look. This is like the hot take special. <laughs> I like this. It doesn't look regular. Like, it, it looks like he is, like, it doesn't look like that's actually his body. Like, so to me, I'm just like, embrace who you are. Just be you. Go with your natural self. Like, lay off the protein powder. Maybe he needs some protein powder. I Maybe. I don't know. But I just, in that moment, I was like, okay, maybe she should pick Nick. But you know what? There's no way that she does because Nick is so out here on social media in the way that, like, no one else is. Yeah, I yeah, just yeah. saw it today. He was hanging out in Chicago with my guy, Ron, from the last season. What? Yeah. Why do they all go to Chicago? I don't know. I don't what know. What is it about Chicago that draws the Bachelor Chica- like crew? Chicago might be America's number one summer city. That is true. But even so, I just don't know. I just don't know why they're all there. It's New like York how is, do, New York is the number one. Summer have city. you spent summer in Chicago? It's really no. good. It's really good. It's We've really been good. spoken about it on yeah. this podcast. Summer in Chicago is great. It's great. I just think also like the summer is so high and the winters are so low that the disparity kind of like makes its its, its mm-hmm. goodness even better. New York is like always great. 
That's a good point. That's a good point. Anyway, back to the show. So, yeah, so then um, they clearly had sex in their overnight, which they should. Good. Uh, are you, uh, if you're Caitlin or Nick, for that matter, are you pissed that your overnight is in Ireland and not in the a not little somewhere bit. like tropical? It, is, it did feel like Ireland was great for, like, the Dublin, that one episode, but now they're like, we're going somewhere else. Like, in Ireland. It's like, okay. Very little um, bikini wearing, bathing suit wearing this season, None. too. None. I don't think I've seen Caitlyn in bikini. We've seen, like, way more scarves than... The only time we've seen her in one is when she did the underwater photography date. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm surprised by that. I feel like we're... I'm happy that there's been this coitus confirmation, but we're missing out on the, like... Sort of ridiculous, like tropes. here's the here's the key. Should you choose to accept it, and then like a beautiful bed with flower petals and like a lovely little shack somewhere in like a remote destination. I miss that. I miss it too. I I just here's my thing about the overnights is so we saw Nick they they clearly coitus like a million times. Didn't sleep. They had a great time. She Good has to be like they should schedule this like you schedule a starting pitcher. You know what I mean? Like you need a couple days off. Like she needs I was some rest. About that. I was thinking about like, that. Like, what is her day? What is her day after that? Like, after she t- she takes off her postcoital robe, post postcoital should be like a section in every department department <laughs> store. You know, it's, it's like it's like sportswear, like formal wear, postcoital totally, right here. Totally, yeah. it's also kind of like you know how the um like Lululemon like athletic wear space is blowing up. Yes, like let's next move to postcoital. Yes, and yes. there can be like a few. You know, there'll be the, the kind of like electric colors, and then there'll be like the soft grays, like Caitlyn was rocking. Yeah, there's a few different styles you can go with. Based maybe on this your... is maybe this is our, our maybe this is our ticket right maybe. here. Maybe this is a million million billion dollar idea. I think it's great. Postcoital wear and then... by Julian Jacoby. <laughs> It's a really good name for it, at the very least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the next day, does she just go on her next overnight? She can't. No. I if I I went to bed last night at like twelve thirty, which is late for me because I'm a dad, and I'm tired today. Yeah. Like she didn't even sleep. No. She needs to be like top form for the next guy. Yeah, it's just tricky. So what's the order? Also, presumably, okay. More important, what order? What what of the three first. do you want to be first? <laughs> first. <laughs> Or last. Let me. I think last. I think last too. I think last. Because then, like, I mean, I don't. For know. obvious reasons, I started with first. But the more I considered <laughs> it, I was like, yeah, I'll go last. You want her first, but you want to be her last. You know what I mean? Yes. So I think it's gonna go Nick, Ben, Sean. Wow. That and Sean's so emotionally frail, he's not gonna be able to like survive. Oh for my having god. Two so overnights. that's the thing. So put yourself in Sean's like. I feel bad for him. Insecure, weird. Ryan Schnozling mind, and he Schnoz is there, so she admits that they had sex. They go to the rose ceremony. He's like, "I want to talk to you." They talk or whatever. So then she's like, "Oh, by the way, I'm gonna go on an overnight with the guy I had sex with right now." Bye. I'll see y'all tomorrow. That night for him, he's just sitting there thinking of all the different positions that they're in. Yeah, you know of, course. I mean? of course. That's all he's doing. <laughs> like, oh my, yeah. And he's probably like, oh, she's probably wearing some cool postcoital robe the next exactly. morning too. But she's got some great oh. postcoital wear. <laughs> Do you think she runs back the same postcoital robe? I'd be no. so pissed if I watched that afterwards. I'm like, I thought that was my postcoital robe. Yeah. No, she should have a. Different look for each guy depending on their personalities. Oh, great! So what? What's her postcoital wear for Ben H? Um, it ben, involves pants, I think. Ben H is more of like a pajama look. Yes, I think he, so too. After it's all, like a navy su- blue pajama with like a monogrammed did, like, yeah, like. After uh, all, he did suggest pocket. staying up all night and talking. Let, let's just let's run that clip because this is one of the weirdest things that happened <laughs> in the history of the franchise. Told you before, but I don't know if I've said it as clearly as I wanted to. I think the stigma behind overnights is that you have to just be completely physical, and that's what it's for. And to me, it's not. Um, to me, that's not the purpose behind it. 
I guess I respect you enough and I respect this relationship enough to not focus on that. Mm-hmm. Um, that that is not the reason why we walk into that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just excited for it. I'm excited to get to know you away from all this and um, so to good. talk all night. Um, She's like, no, I don't want to talk about Are tonight. you a virgin? <laughs> <laughs> we did a little bit of editing there for time. But he literally was like, he went the wrong way. Like he really read, he he didn't like tailor his message to the audience. Right. You know what I mean? He's like, listen, like it's really not about being physical. I just want to get to know you. That is your super ego. That is you as a man trying to tailor your positioning for what you think she wants to hear. Right. Like he wants to have sex. Caitlyn is a very attractive girl. She's super fun. Everybody wants to have sex with Caitlyn. I get it. But he's like, no. I'm going to pretend I don't want to have sex with her because she wants someone that's not just interested in sex. Bad read, Ben H. Bad, Bad read. read. But he's such a good talker that he aired on the more cautious side. Yes. And it's still okay. They had like a laughable moment where she was like, are you a virgin? He was like, no. I'm saying she was only half kidding. That's like, what, that's like a little jokey joke. Like a joke but not like really a joke. she was like making sure. Like she was like, he's probably not, but I need to ask to be sure. Yes, because I think that they because they, they do sort of like stock the pond with virgins on these shows. Oh yeah, totally. You know what I mean? It's a good storyline. Absolutely. But like he handled that so well. But they're just not a match. They're not. They're not. She. He's not the one for her. But, yeah. I just want to say, like, for all that we're like um, ragging on Sean B. If I were on the show, if I was in his position, I'd be acting the exact same way. Like, 100%. No, I, no, no. I would, I would, I'd be feeling the same way, but acting differently. I, I, I would be like, I need to talk about this, and I need to talk about it now, and I need to talk about it with everyone. Like I, like, I would need to, like, get the anxiety off of my person, and, like, whoever was close to, I'd want to talk about it with. Really? Yeah. I See, I think you have to play it cool. But... I, I, I'm not like, capable. Like, you know me, right? Like, yeah, like, playing it cool is not my brand. That's not what I that's do. That's not the Littman way. I don't know how to do I that. I don't play it cool. <laughs> and like I would say, any success I've had in my life has just been an embrace of the fact that I am not cool. <laughs> well, look at the success you've had. <laughs> Here we are talking about The Bachelor in the microphones if, at Grantland.com. If I was ever going to go on it, and I'm snapping. We had, what are we, 16 minutes in for snaps? Well, whatever. Probably a little less. Had to happen. Um... So, yeah, like, Sean's just, like, in a – I don't know how he's going to survive to the end of the show. Well – Does he leave? Is that off the table? Huh. I think it's not off the table. He's he's very wrapped up in this thing. Like, I think what happens, you get in this bubble, and you sort of, like, get lost in it, and you lose sense of self and reality. Like, that's what's happening to him. And in that bubble, he knows that she's having sex with this other guy. Right. And that bothers him. So he might split. I mean, can you imagine, like, quote-unquote, dating someone who you knew was open that she was actually having sex with someone else? I'd be sleeping with the P.A. Jenna. Yeah. I already told you. Like, yeah. why not? Like, you're dating 24 dudes. There's a bunch of other chicks around here. Why am I not allowed to flirt with a girl at a bar? Also, when I just keep coming back to that, I'm just like, they're still in Ireland. Really? They're still in Ireland. How did Does Sean leave the country ever? Is he yeah, still does, in Ireland? Does Sean ever make it back? <laughs> he only know. comes back to buy more protein and then f- flies back to Ireland. He's becoming a sheep farmer. He loves he, Ireland yes, yes, so he just, much. He's just got a big beard. He's just walking the <laughs> Irish hillside herding sheep. Um, we didn't say, what do you think would be her post-coital outfit for Sean? 
Ooh, I think it's a little more like Guy Fieri rock and roll. You Whoa, know what I mean? Like, that's not like, the direction like a, I was a going in. Like a black satin robe with like flames on the sleeves. Oh, I was going to say a little bit more sporty, like maybe like a cute like sports bra uh, oh. and shorts and like, like a, maybe like a zip up without a shirt a or something. A sweatshirt robe. Like, the, like Like they have at the or, Ace Hotel. Or, you know, you know what? She, she would just put on his clothes. I think for Caitlyn, oh, she would put on Sean's yeah. clothes. Oh, yeah. She would put on a Henley. She would put on the Henley. <laughs> That's what she would do. That's a good idea. I like that. That's probably the right play for her. Definitely. And also, she really, I mean, she needs to, like, Sean needs the reassurance that she, you know, he's she's still into him. And I feel like that would be a cute, like, thing for her to That's do. That's a good play. I just want back and script. I hope they can go back and script that. Is there anyone in the world that's going to be the next Bachelor that's not named Ben H? No. There's no other There option. is no one. You think Jared with his crazy facial hair, his patchy-ass facial hair is going to be the Bachelor? No. Who's Jared? What? Exactly. Sean Ryan Schnozling? Uh-uh. The Schnoz can't handle that the pressure. The Schnoz cannot handle that pressure. No way! And then you get... Who's his face? Nick Vale, who's like already just clearly like gear setting himself up to be the Bachelor. Do you know anyone who likes Nick? In the world? Yeah. Yeah. Who? I don't know. His mom. Your mom? No, his mom. No, like this. Watches the show. No, my mom texted me and said, I hate Norm Cornick. <laughs> yeah, he sucks. And then she said, I love avocados. <laughs> um, Nick, people on the East Coast like avocados more. We have so many here on the it, West Coast. It, yeah, please have and, all the avocados, yeah, East Coasters. Yes, that was a comment on Food News. If you're not listening to that, check it out. You should on every Monday. Monday morning. It's out it's on only, iTunes. Only 15 minutes. Only 15 minutes. Not that much of a commitment. So you're taking a walk. Just pop it on. It's really yeah. good. All right. Anyway. Um, no one likes Nick. He can't be The Bachelor. I would not want to sit through a season with him. Do you know... All right. Let me just go dark horse here. Okay. Ian. No. But do you remember he was like, I'd make a great Bachelor. I went to prison. Like, I, maybe we need sort of like a Anyone who like shames girls? No, but he like shames her. Yeah. You can't go with someone who's like, I basically called her a slut. Like, you can't. So here's the thing about Ian. He obviously knew that this wasn't going to work out with Caitlyn, so he tried to do the save face with the guys back home thing and kind of like diss her a little bit and act like he's above her. I get it. Like that's, He's doing that for himself. Fine. That's one way to handle it. We saw this episode a second way to handle it when you're like sort of like falling behind in the pack, mm-hmm. and it was Forehead Joe, Fivehead Joe. You know him? Yeah, Welder Welder Fivehead Joe? Sure. He went with the straight up like... I love you. I know. You know what I mean? Like, he really just, like, put all his chips in the middle of the table. It was like, I'm in love with you. Joe, like, I don't even think you've had, like, a one-on-one. Like, she doesn't even talk to you. She doesn't talk about you. She's clearly into these other guys. Like, that was just another terrible read of the situation. Terrible. Also, how can you contrably say that? You obviously don't love her. Like, that, you just don't. Like, how can you just go for it like that? It's so low. <laughs> it's, no it's, one believed he's just, it. He's just making a play. She, she kind of, like, giggled a little bit. Yeah, like, she was like, like, no, you don't. <laughs> yeah, so, are you a virgin? <laughs> you love me? Come yeah. on. Yeah, come on, dude. I don't like, think love, so. Like, love, like, I don't know. Do you know what love means? Like, Do you remember Caitlin had a boyfriend back home when she was on The Bachelor? She did? There was, like, a fireman in Vancouver or something. Oh. I think Vancouver is, like, sneaky, like, the best city in North America, not named People love it. I know. It does seem nice. I've heard I bet the summer food... in Vancouver's nice. I bet the food scene. I've heard the food scene is Didn't good. they go there on The Bachelor last season? That um, big lake? Like, that we saw in the Women's World Cup? Like Lake Lucerne or something, whatever. That, like, nah, I'll yeah. do some research. Yeah, they did go there. They we'll had, pick up this conversation later. And they had to do like the, the polar bear plunge. Yes, something like that. What was the name of the lake? It was a woman's name. I don't know. Like Lake Lillian. Esker. Esther. Esther Lake. Lake Esther. I don't know. Um, but yeah, there's no way there's anyone but Ben H. as the Batch. I'm into Ben H. as the Batch. Love him. He's just not like... Ben H. is not... Pal- he's, there's no edge. He is, he is edgeless human being. Maybe there is, though. We just haven't gotten to see it. 
Do you think, need an edge? I mean, like, name a bachelor that was edgy other than Jake Pavelka, and that didn't go Juan so well. Juan Pablo. Hmm. And ABC hates him. I know. I don't think they want edge. I don't think they do either. I think that they – because, like, they, they want, like, the quintessential bring home to mom guys, the bachelor. That's really what they want. And they've got it with Ben H. Here's the thing is Ben H is going to get offers to run companies. He is a CEO in training. Run companies. I want to run the country. Run he president, should. Bro. He should. Um, didn't I give my first impression, Rose? To Ben H? Yeah. I believe so. You love to just like – you're like Jalen. This is like the Jalen Rose. You're like, I, I predicted it. I didn't really predict it. I just thought he was cute. That's all it was. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, he's good looking. He's objectively handsome. Have you noticed that Ryan Schnozling becomes less handsome with every episode? He also gets more sweaty. He's, he was very sweaty this episode. I think his anxiety is bringing him down. It is. He's also got also, this gigantic pimple on yeah. his forehead. Yeah. It's like, kind of like he's a like, rejected makeup. Like he's like maybe he was wearing it at first and now he's like, nah. You can tell because in, in his interviews they do a better job of makeup because they have like a little more time and you can, it's like completely covered but you still see the bump. But then some of his like regular things, I would I would be breaking out too. They're flying around. He's got tons of protein going on. You know what I mean? Like they're not sleeping. Like just not sleeping in your own bed for five weeks makes you feel weird. Oh, yeah. It's more than five weeks anyway. I think every single person that's ever been on this show like lands at home and like sits down on their couch in the living room is like, why? Why did I do that? Why? Like, like, what just happened? I just can't imagine. I just cannot imagine. Doing Even the it. people that win and get engaged, I still feel like they go home and sit down on the living room couch and just be like, "Wait, what, what the f- is that? Wait, what? Did I just get engaged?" You know who's going to turn out to be like supremely normal? I think is Des and Chris, the poetry couple. They live in Seattle. They're still married. They're very. Clean. They are. You never hear from them. They're not doing wife swap. They're just like living a married life. I'm, I'm happy for them. Yeah, good for them. I liked Chris. He was handsome. baseball Chris. Baseball Chris. God, he was boring. That couple was so boring. So is she. So, so boring. They're so boring. The only thing interesting about her is her brother. Oh yeah, I remember him. And he was pretty good. What season was that? Was that with Chris? I mean, with Sean Lowe? I mean. Oh, uh, do you see the Bachelor in Paradise promo? I did. I loved it. I liked it too. They're they're really good at marketing paradise. They really are. They because the thing is, is like I feel like they want the Bachelor and the Bachelorette to be like paradise. Yeah. This is where they get to show out. You know yeah. what I mean? Like this is kind of like their summer. Like league. we're gonna have some fun. Yeah. Exactly. This is like this is like the NBA. Like James Harden has the NBA season. Good it's call. all serious, and they have to like you know make money and be good and stuff. And then this is like like the Bachelor Paradise is is like what James Harden is to the Drew League. <laughs> It means like I'm gonna have fun. I'm gonna do tricks. I'm gonna make the crowd happy. I don't really care if we win or lose, but let's like do let's have some fun for the summer. There was like we didn't even get that much in it, but it was like tantalizing. Like oh yeah, this is coming. It's it gonna really be good. was. JJ was there. Ashley I was there. Who else was there? Wasn't Claire, Claire there? Claire Claire is so wonderfully crazy. We cannot have a season of The Bachelor without Claire. Do you find Claire attractive as a woman? No. I had one of my one of my good friends, shout to Yasko, who doesn't listen to the podcast. I don't know why I'm giving her a shout. But she was like, she finds Claire like really sexy. What? She's like, Claire is beautiful and sexy. It was like more like she's got a lot of like sex juice. I think I had a mean comment that I'm not going to say. Don't say it. <laughs> but, but no, I don't find her sexy at all. I don't really find any of these women particularly. Because they're so crazy. They're all in the show. I like it. Ashley, I... Crazy is yeah. sexy. I'm just going to throw that out there. <laughs> Crazy is sexy. Those are not mutually exclusive traits. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know. They're all all over the place. You want me to ruin Ashley I for you? Sure. Weird ankles. Huh. Like cankles? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. You'll see. She, I, I, I believe that because she's such a tiny waist that like it's impossible for everything else to be that narrow. Yeah. Huh. Her sister's on the show. That'll be interesting. Wait, what? Yeah, her sister. Like, her sister. Is on Bachelor in Paradise? Yeah. What? Yeah. Is it? What, wait. What? Apparently, she's just like a blonde Ashley Eye. 
So you're we're doing that now? So wait, is Bachelor Paradise open to everybody in the world? Why are you gonna go? Yeah, I'm getting divorced tomorrow. <laughs> I'm going on Bachelor Paradise. <laughs> is that is this just like an open casting thing? I don't know. Maybe they were just like, wow, there's two of you. Okay, yes, we'll take that. That's what they did on the challenge this season. I know, it's true, bloodlines. If you didn't listen to our previous podcast, the challenge, the greatest show on television, is a new thing. It's been so long. Like I need that show back. When was it when did it end? Someone tweeted us footage of them partying in a nightclub in Turkey, and I was like, I cannot wait for this they to happen. Did? On my television, yes. I really want to go to Turkey. Remember, they had a season in Turkey before, and it was great. It was beautiful. Bodrum, Turkey. Yeah, you love Turkey. I really want to go. I just want to go to every Mediterranean country, basically. Okay. Maybe we'll do a turkey flight on Food News. Oh, like... Just different types of turkeys. Oh, my God. That's a great idea. Eh, You're welcome. I was... 20-second personal story. I was recently in D.C. for that wedding when we recorded our podcast, Mm -hmm. and in the basement of, like, the hotel complex we were in, Brian Miltagio from... Top Chef had a restaurant. It was called like Lunchbox. We got lunch there. The best turkey sandwich I've ever had. What was on it? It was a turkey club. It, it was like a mustard, some lettuce, tomato, bacon, avocado, and just the turkey itself was so moist and juicy and delicious. Like it was roasted turkey or, or like cold cuts. Cold cuts. Yeah, I don't like that roasted turkey. Me stuff. neither. Give me. Why the are we pro- doing food the processed stuff? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I want the processed stuff for sure. Um, what all right. the batch? What did they promo for next next week? So next week she has two more overnights. There's just still the, the in log- someone needs to tell me about the logistics of the overnights. Like I just want I want like the production crew call schedule for those four days. I also really want to know when they made the call that we're doing overnights in Ireland. I don't know when that happened. Because you have to, you they have to advance scout this thing. They don't just like make call audibles on the fly. They're not just like, hey, where do you guys want to go tomorrow? Like, let's pick a place on the globe. No one could have been like, you know, what would be a great idea. Let's do almost all the show in Ireland. In Ireland, yeah, it's a really sexy location. Yeah, I love Ireland. It's beautiful. Especially, you know, it's it's, it's it's just not screaming for the Bachelor. It's I'm not. sorry. It's, it's just not. weird. I can't believe like this is going to be our fourth week in Ireland. Yeah, that's weird. A lot. They might go somewhere the next next episode. They must, right? Well, it would be really unfair if, like, two guys had their overnights in Ireland and the other one's like, okay, now you're now in you're Bali. Belize. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, Sean, you've had to suffer this emotional trauma of watch Kate, of assuming Caitlin's having sex with two other guys. Now you get to go to the tropics. I think in our the post-coital wear department store section, we'll have some sort of, like, a questionnaire. You know what I mean? It'll be like, Location, where are you going to be? How, What's the guy how like? How well do you know each yeah, other? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's like, okay. Someone will be there just like, okay, I've got, the, I've got the thing for you. Also, like, maybe it's an opportunity to, like, show a different side. Like, if you're, like, new into your relationship and, like, you want to show the guy something different or the girl. We'll have men's and Yeah, yeah, of course. You're like, okay, so this is you. Well, then why don't you like? Why don't you swerve a little bit? Like mm. he thinks you're gonna zig. You should zag. Yeah. Go for this like yellow what dress or something. Also, it's like lightly scented. Oh yeah. yeah. Wow, this is a great idea. This is a great idea. Post wear. <laughs> Post wear from Juliet and Jacoby. Look for it. I did the thing this week, Juliet. What? I went back into the housewives. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. I know that you watch this show every week, The Real Housewives of New York. And I was like, all right. My wife watches it every week, too. Does she like it? Loves it. It's really good. This week was excellent. Apparently the ratings are quite bad. Really? Yeah, I was reading page six about it. I've been waiting for, like, the Housewives franchise to completely crumble. It just never happens. Like, we've had these Housewives shows for a decade, right? Yeah. You know, well, yeah. First one was Orange County during the OC, right? Yeah. Yeah, I was in college, so yeah. God. I know. I know. I had never been to California when the Housewives started. Wow. Yeah. So then so, we, I watched it out this week's uh, New York, and it was absolutely f- 
fucking phenomenal. First phenomenal. question. I'm just. I want to ask you a few questions. Okay. Just don't like test me because I barely watch. No, it's shows. no. It's like what, okay. I want to like know your opinion. Not okay. like not like a, like a factual <laughs> quiz. <laughs> yeah. What did you think about Bethany? Okay. Bethany Bethany made a salad lunch for the squad. Squad is where are we now? Turks and Caicos. Turks and Caicos. Which I've always wanted to go to. I have been there. You it's, have? Yes, I have. Okay, can we just go to my my ocean conversation for one second? Yes. There's a lot of seaweed in that water. Mm. Did you notice that? Not when I was there, no. Okay, I was interested in the fact that like, very unusual for a TV show that's trying to like portray like some beautiful tropical location to choose somewhere that would have a lot of seaweed and maybe wonder if it was like stormy or something i think I was, seaweed fluctuates with weather i was yeah it does i was so yeah. distracted by how much seaweed there was and that the women were just like going into the water anyway because they're all such like prissy ladies yeah. I couldn't seaweed can really ruin a beach experience absolutely because like, really you, you don't beach know what's touching you. you think it's like a shark you're like oh it's just a, what, this it's algae seaweed, but still it also like sticks to you it like grabs yeah. onto yeah. you and then when you get out of the water and it's like dried onto your body yeah. it's gross. It, seaweed's not not the pop and Cape Cod, it happens a lot, especially in August, and so very familiar. But I was like, huh, I've never seen this on TV. When the, like, you know, you never see like, oh yeah, there's like can't go in the water day, too much seaweed, or can't go underneath, that's like gonna get on my face. Sorry, that's all I wanted to talk about. Bethany made some lunch, okay, a salad lunch. Perhaps there was seaweed involved. Who knows? I just want to remind you that she was in the first season of the New York Housewives. Her thing was she's a natural foods chef, and she was trying to have her chef business, if you yes. recall. Okay. So this is kind of a callback to her roots. <clears throat> and then Ramona and Sonia decide that they want to go out to lunch. Boogaloo. At Boogaloo, <laughs> exactly. And really, what I really, I think the underlying thing was that they were out of vodka and they needed booze. Oh my Did you God, notice I didn't that? think about that. Yes, I really Good think they point. just woke up on vacation. They're like, what time is it? Like 11.15? I haven't had a cocktail yet. I'm leaving. Okay. You know what Good I mean? Call. I really think that's what was like secretly motivating them. I uh-huh. noticed it because they did mention they were out of vodka later. I was like, oh, I know why you want to go to Boogaloo. So, so Bethany the, just considers this like kidnapping her child. The fact that they you know, want to go to Boogaloo instead of eating her salad. And she freaks out, right? She runs away from them so as to not discuss it. Exactly. Here's my thing. Just like Sean, like, don't let him see you sweat. Right. I don't want – look, if I work on a lunch and you don't want to eat it, that's fine. You know what I mean? Go ahead. Go do you. Her you attitude never... was right. Like, you guys don't want to eat it? Go. Fine. I'm going to stay. Like, yes. You, what do you have to do everything together for, for the whole time? Especially, here's the thing. It's like... Eight women. If you have more than three people on a vacation, there's going to be different agendas. Yeah. And you just, you just can't keep it together. What you can do is make a dinner reservation and say, like, look, no matter what happens, eight o'clock at Boogaloo, we'll be there. <laughs> But, like, if someone wants to go, someone always wants to go shopping to get a new swimsuit, and someone else needs to get their hair braided, and this one wants to go to Boogaloo, and this one wants to have a salad, like, it's just the way it works. Right. Just let it happen. Let it be. Let it flow. Um, apparently, like, you know, I guess a lot of the women, they, they're, there's just been a lot of confrontations with Bethany, but she got along with everyone on the vacation. Next question. Go. What do you think of single Ramona? <clears throat> there's an underlying sadness to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, like, you never want to see marriages fall apart you know what i mean and then when it happens and then like you can see publicly she's, cheated on really bad. yeah and she's doing this like sexual compensation thing which is like just kind of makes me like she's she's got this huge smile on her face and she's talking about how she's okay but like on the inside you know that she's like crying all the time and it makes me sad just like sort of like you know by proxy yeah she looks great though doesn't she they had a lot of first of all I don't my, like- my wife was like she's got a great body and i was like eh. But then, like, she's like, oh, well, she's, like, 50, whatever. I was like, I guess. But, you know, she uh, kind of looks like my baby. I, lo- 
That's a huge insult. That is so mean. <laughs> to my baby? Or no, to... to Ramona. Oh. You have a baby. You just I know what you're saying. It's because of her stomach. Yeah, right? she's her... got, but she's got like a solid stomach, but it comes out a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's almost like distended. But you can tell it's like solid. Rock, you know what I mean? It's, it's not like a, like a beer gut. She did these women don't pick flattering bathing suits. Like, none of them are fat. Totally. But they just don't pick flattering suits. Like, there's just not making... They're, they're going for, like, these, like, hot... Like, like no one... Like, even a young woman would not look good in that, except for, like, yes. Giselle, basically. Yes, like, like bar Raffaele. Yeah, like, yeah. only Victoria's Secret, like, Sports Illustrated swimsuit models will look good in those yes. kinds of swimsuits. Yes, So, like, just steer clear. It's not about, like, what suit you're wearing, but just how it looks on you. On you. I yeah. feel like they, like, online shop for swimsuits. <laughs> You know what I mean? Which is just not a good idea. But that's oh, what, that's what it that. looks like. But you do? I, yeah, but I, I'm very good about standing back, but it doesn't fit. Really? Yeah. yeah. Huh. That is, that is a very desirable trait. What? Being very good at sending stuff back. Well, I can't tell you how many things don't fit me right that are in my room that I've never worn. I'm pretty good about it. It's like, in a lot of places, make it easier for you. They do, but I just never do it. Oh, I'm, I I'm, never, I ever do it. I do so it. much online. I, get, I just like, I prefer online shopping so much that it's part, part of the price. Part of the game. What's your next question, buddy? Um, my next. This is fun. I like this. <laughs> my next question is, what do you think of Heather and Kristen? They're kind of like on the outskirts. I like Heather. Okay. And and Kristen is the new one, that model chick. She's blonde. Yeah, she's, yeah, really she's blonde. Yeah, she's. I think she could wear the bathing suit. Kristen, I find very attractive. Like, I can't stand her, but she's very pretty. She's got. She's got. She's physically sort of like a like very like she's. How old do you think she is? Like, 40. 40-ish, maybe a little more, and she looks great. Yeah, she really, she's really pretty. She looks like someone you would, she looks like she's from California. She doesn't look like she's from New York. Yeah, she does look like she's from California. That's um, a good way of putting it. So, and Heather, I feel like Heather. I really like Heather, actually. I really? Just, yes. I feel like Heather's just always in damage control mode. She, I, I, I just feel like I relate to her. Like, I, I just, like, when I see someone who I'm like, oh, you're not being your best self, but you're on TV, and that's how I would be, I'm just like, okay, fine. <laughs> I, ex- I accept you for who you are. I like her because I don't think she, I don't think that she, like, talks behind people's back very much. Like, mm-hmm. she is pretty honest with, like, what she says, um, and she's not really a trash talker, and... She kind of gets into fights and, like, doesn't mind. I just sort of yeah. like that about her. Also, I like how she deals with Bethany. They clash a lot, but then they just kind of get over it. They're yes, just, like, that was nice. They're both, like, if you are a type by a person, you have to kind of, like, recognize that and then move on. Yes. And I feel like Heather does that. And they're that. both like so, that. Yeah, so it's That's good. It is good. I do like conflict resolution. You know Me what I mean? Too. And it's you, like, you like only, conflict, yes. so you have to You have to like resolution. resolution as well. Another thing is... uh Bethany really needs to get some of Sean Sean's uh, protein. She's too skinny over there. Like too skinny. I think women oftentimes equate like skinny with good body. It's yeah. just not the case. It's yeah. like Bethany, you look like a little weird. Yeah, little weird. Really, because her boobs are so big. Can we get to like what the the main point? Yes. First of all, what was the name of this bar? Conch. It was like the Conch Bar or something. Yeah, like the shell. This place looked so good. A beach bar is just it was, wonderful. It's just it had those like those string lights and stuff. It kind of reminded they had me torches. Of the, yeah, it reminded me of where they would go on Below Deck, but so much better. So much better, but yeah. just looked like it had such a good vibe. There was dancing over here, but you could sit down at tables over here, or you could sit at a bar over there. It had like a lot of different areas. Like I don't like going to a place where it's like this is the dance. Like you're in here, you're you're dancing or you're not dancing. It's like uh like you're, or you're in here. It's a you're seated down at a, at a table. You're not. Like, you're being like the box in New York. It's like no. all seated, kind of. Uh. You have to kind of like sit down. It's like you're not just like standing and mingling. And you know what's my rule? 
You have to move around at a party. Never sit down at a party. Yeah. Never sit down at a party. Yeah. So they had it had a it looked it's huge too. too. I don't like like a like a nightclub lounge like where it's kind of like awkward seating, often like very low to the ground. Yeah. I don't like that either. You, you can't have a conversation. I don't know. It's just weird. But that place looked great. That was I was just, I was shocked. I was like, and the 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 waiter was really nice. And he was fun. It was just yeah. great. It seemed like a fun time. But so the women freaked out because Ramona was on the prowl, eyes on the prize, mm-hmm. and she basically ignored them. Well, we had Radzi was Love with, I forget, maybe Heather, and they talking to the owner because mm-hmm. like somehow they knew him or whatever. Here he is. He's a guy. He's probably mid-40s. He's in good shape. He lives in Turks and Caicos. He owns like the greatest bar on the planet. This is a guy who is clearly swimming in vagina juice. Definitely. You know what I mean? Like, totally. Now, key point. And people who just come looking for, like, one night. Exactly. Like, on vacation. Yeah, See yeah. See you never. And here's the thing. Do you remember when they asked the waiter if he was single? Yes. Do you remember what his answer was? No. I believe he's on the single side, yes. Right. And it was like, I basically what he said is, he's married, but we pretend he's not here at the conch bar. He's married, bar. but available. Yeah, he's married, but his wife lives in Cape Cod, and he pretends to only come down here once in a while. <laughs> but so they're t- Radzi and Heather are talking to this guy, and, you know, they're hanging out or whatever, and then... At the table, they're like, oh, like the bar owner is, uh, you know, really good looking. And Ramona's like, where? Let me find where. And then she goes up and basically cold shoulders Radzi and Heather, Heather and then starts talking to the guy. The rest of the episode is about that incident. Right. They're like them being mad about it. Question for you, Juliet. Okay. If you were Radzi or Heather, how do you play it? Um, I talk about Ramona behind her back mm-hmm. and then move on. I'm I'm gonna go like this. Like Ramona just got in, she just got cheated yeah. on by some guy. She's got all over the papers. Like, yeah. let her do this, let man. Her live. Yeah. It means more to her to flirt with this guy than it does to you. And so, and like, was she rude? Yes. Was she acting appropriately? No. Like, but you just kind of have to well, give your friends a pass. I, I don't even think that's. I think they also probably are a little bit jealous. Like, there's one guy who's all like, yeah, he's cute. Yeah. Even I don't care that Heather's married or Carol's sleeping with someone. Like, there's a little bit of, like, jealousy in that, too. Yes. So I'm sure that played in play. Yes. And I also don't like where they do the thing where, like, and she was touching his arm and yeah, she was whatever. It's like, you're being, it's like you, you should be touching his arm, but too. But say, like, how else is she supposed to say, <laughs> exactly. let her know? It's yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah, kinetic energy. Touching an arm is like a go-to it's a move. move. Yeah. 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 Like, duh. You have to. And it's just like, I kind of felt like they, it's like, and I also felt like they weren't making a thing of it for the show, that they were, like, actually upset. And the next day, Kristen, the, you know, the hot one, is, like, bringing it up and, like, confronting her about it. It's like, Kristen, you have nothing to do with this. Right, nothing. Absolutely nothing. So why are you causing this conflict? She just wanted to insert herself in the drums. One thing about Kristen, I don't like when these gals have, like, their, like, made-up businesses. Like, come on. So Kristen is launching a uh, nail polish line, which mm. has point of contention between, between her and Bethany. It's called, like, Pop of Color. And there's another yeah. makeup line called Pop. So Bethany's like, this is a dumb name. Good point, Bethany. This is a dumb name. Sure. And, but, like, Kristen is doing nothing but lending her name to it. And, like, they're like, oh, great packaging. Great job, Kristen. Kristen's not involved in anything. She goes to, like, one meeting a month. Right. And, like... And talks about it on air. Yes, exactly. And that's it. Yeah. And, it's... like, she's not, like, mixing colors and, like, oh, like, let's go to, like, the shows and see what kind of nail polish people are going to need to match with their clothes and 
fall 2016. Exactly. I don't think so. That's not what you're Chris, doing. Also, last season or two seasons ago, like there was a whole drama about Kristen and her husband, and he didn't pay enough attention to her, and she was home all the time. So basically, she's like never leaving the house. Like it's not like she has time yes. for that anyway. And she's got kids, and apparently, when she is free, she goes to Turks and Caicos. And, like it's just it's ridiculous. It's like insulting to actual entrepreneurs and business people. Yes. And also, it kind of does devalue Bethany, who I think is more more involved than Kristen is with her lip. Within her, I think so too. Bethany has so many opinions on so much stuff. It's got to be annoying. That's why she's good for TV, though. Yeah, she's I guess so. Always talks about it. But you do not want to go on a vacation with Bethany. No, you do not. I don't want to go on a vacation with someone who is micromanaging every single one of my meals. Like, just let me be. Sal look good though. I mean, she's Sal a look good. The Sal I just, look good. I just went on a weekend trip with friends, and one of the women in the house is opening a restaurant, so she did like all the cooking. What was the best meal? Twenty-second um, personal story on the clock. The best meal. I don't know. There was a really good dinner where she made this pasta and it had this incredible minori cheese in it. And then it also was a grilled lettuce salad. Minori cheese. Minori, yeah. Oh, I Not said minori. <laughs> no, it was really good. But anyway, the point is, it's great having a cook who like likes doing it, like yes. wants to come with you. And then she was great, and she just was so, just put so much into it. They made she and her boyfriend made ribs. It was incredible. Mm, ribs was, are hard to do. It was great. It was really good. Unreal. Unreal. Hot take. Slightly overrated. Okay. <clears throat> and I say that because it's been very highly rated. It's okay. The explain. York, ex- yes. The New Yorker, the New York Times, Alan Sapolon, Hit Fix, they've all written about how it's like shockingly good. And like, I take offense to that for two reasons. First of all, I never left basic cable. I've been watching USA shows all day, every day. <laughs> That's I, true. I know there's good, but it's like you don't only have to watch HBO and AMC to find good TV. Yes. And also, not every show has to be like reinventing the wheel. Like you can just have some good, straight up entertainment. And it's somewhat insulting to be like, this show is so good. Like who would have thought on Lifetime? Lifetime? Yeah. A, like, sh- whoa. a, a network geared towards women? Women have good programming? Wait, what? This is crazy. It's ridiculous. Let I me just, write a think piece. It's just, yeah, it's, I find that to be a little ridiculous. Second of all, it's, I feel like people, like, yeah, this is exactly like The Bachelor. It's obviously, you know, heightened for scripted television. Yeah. Yeah, like, The Bachelor's not having any, spoiler alert, deaths of their contestants. There, in, in the last two episodes, there was a lesbian, there was a suicide, and there was there was a sex tape. Yeah. Like, it's, like that doesn't happen on The Bachelor. Seriously. Also, I don't think, like, lead producers are, like, on set with their vibrators, like, you know, in between takes. Yeah, in, like, like the grip truck. Yeah. yeah. Sleeping there. It's not happening. Yeah. I mean, I, I do, I think the acting is really good, which is one of the best parts about it. Sheree Appleby's really good. Let me go the other way here. Okay. You say this this show is overrated. Okay. Okay? That is complete bullshit. All right? I could call every one of my college friends right now, and they would have no idea this show exists. In your little, like, critic-y, Grantland-y, bubble-y mm-hmm. type of a vibe, like, Are read The New me, Yorker. and like the Yes, like The New Yorker and The New York Times and whatever. Like, that's just, like, this little insular world. Like, we discuss the television. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, most people just watch TV. They don't, like, write 3,000 words about it. You know what I mean? And, like, I think that it is getting a lot of love in those little circles. But, like, this is not a hit show. I guess that's true. You know what I mean? Like, people aren't watching this. That's like, true. this isn't crossed over. This isn't going to, like, birth a new life for Lifetime the way that, like, Mad Men did for AMC. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, it's true. But, uh, like, one show, they'll probably have, like, another. Like, okay, we have one success, so we'll greenlight another. No, or then we'll put another one after like, to It'll have, like, a breaking bad yeah. to, his, to his Mad Men or yes, whatever. Yes, I mean, likely. But, but it's it a, is good. It's a good show. Yeah, no, I, I like, like, it like watching it. I look forward to watching it. I judge most shows by TSOP, how much T-Sop. time I spend on my phone. And when I push list on my remote. If, 
like where do I watch it first? Right. And it's pretty high in the power rankings. Um, speaking of TSOP, I'm watching a show on the Sundance Network called Deutschland 83. Who the f*** are you? And sorry for cursing <laughs> so much, Joe and Carlos. <laughs> it's really good. It's about this kid who it's, it's set in Germany in uh, Germany in 1983. And anyway, it's a German show, so there's subtitles. So oh, there's zero TSOP. Because... You're watching a German show <laughs> yeah. on what network? Sundance. What is going on? No, yeah, there's no TSOP because if I go to my phone, I miss something. So I have How to did you it... find out about this show? Well, Andy Greenwald really liked it, reviewed it for Grantland.com. What, that's a website, right? Yeah, you may have heard of it. <laughs> okay. I, it's really good. It is really good. Really? Um, I'm like, right now I'm like really deep in this Euro zone. <laughs> I'm reading a book that's set in World War II. Mm-hmm. I'm, re- I'm watching Deutschland 83. been reading a lot about the Greek exit. They're in Ireland on the back. They're in Ireland on the back. <laughs> you eat Greek yogurt. I love Greek yogurt. <laughs> yep. And there was something else. Oh, and I'm listening to this podcast about World War One. So I'm like, so. <laughs> what? I'm so deep in Europe Who right are now. are you? <laughs> What's the podcast about World War One? World War One is, is an underrated war. It's oh my god, yeah. Way underrated. In People America, only talk about World War II around here. That's because in Europe it's not underrated. It's like, yeah. the, it's like the Great War. Yeah. So that's why I wanted to learn more. Anyway, back to Unreal. Sorry, that was a lot of talk about myself. <laughs> that's fine. Back to Unreal. <laughs> it's good. Here's some basically, if you, if you don't watch the show, first of all, that's normal because no one's watching the show. People are just I talking should, about I it. I should look up the ratings. I would like to look up the ratings too and to see what, how it's doing. I yeah. bet it does better than your average lifetime fare, but I don't think it's like, you know. Going to take over, you know, like anything, two, two and a half men anytime soon. Sure. It's, uh, it's basically a fictionalized version of the behind-the-scenes machinations of a Bachelor show. Yeah. And, the, and it's, it's super sensationalized, and it's super soapy and kitschy and schlocky and just like the storylines. And I'm totally cool with that. Totally. Two things I really like about um, the main characters played by Shri Avabi. Her name is Rachel Goldberg. They call her Goldie. Two things I really like about the way they're doing her character. One, she's always wearing the same green jacket. That's like very utilitarian. It's very but, real. But it looks cute. Yes. But like if I had that, if I was in her position and I had that jacket, I too would wear it every day. Mm. And number two, she's always eating snacks. Mm-hmm. And I also feel like that's very realistic. Like you're yes. on set and there's like grazing. Just like, yeah. She doesn't sit down and have a meal. No meals, but like chips, popcorn, like yes. all this stuff. But I yes. think it's very realistic. So here's one of my things I want to talk to you about on this show. Okay. Do you root for her? I want her to hook up with the the bachelor guy. Mm-hmm. So yes, I do. Read do her. you want her to succeed? She's not like she's not like a clean character. No, you know what I mean. Like she is manipulating these people and making their lives worse so she can like get four thousand dollars or whatever. Yeah, but to say like her succeeding means someone else like getting hurt. Yeah, so, so it's no, not like it's not, not like, really a, it's not like it. a, a clean cut sort of like this is the main character. Here's your hero, but it's also not like an anti-hero like Don Draper yeah, type it's either. Which is one of the reasons the show is good. Yeah. She's more complicated. Also, the lead, like her boss is this Quinn. woman, who yeah, she's um, who plays her? I know that actress. Constance Zimmer. She How was do I know her? Entourage. She used to fight with Ari all the time. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I like her. Yeah, she's great. I believe she played Dana Gordon, didn't she? I don't know. I think so. Anyway, she's on Entourage. She's very complicated. She kind of plays too. the same character. She actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was yeah. thinking if it was a guy, Jeremy Piven would be perfect for that role. Yes. So. But it's um she I root for her a lot too even though she's a terrible human being totally. as well. But you feel like she's kind of gotten a raw deal by yeah. by the Mike Fleiss type character. Yeah, the Chet. Chet. Chet is his name. The names on the show could do better. Huh? You hate this Goldie thing for some reason. I really do. I think Goldie's a cool nickname. Okay. Cool. Goldie Hawn. Oh, I do like her. Um, should we go on to news? We we're, should go on to news. Running we're long running here. Late. We gotta go. Uh, Vanderpump news. <sighs> I love Vanderpump. I miss Vanderpump. Me too. We Tom, should go to Vanderpump. We should. Tom, I want Jax is like probably still there. 
Katie and Tom Schwartz finally got engaged. Finally engaged. So that means like a, they fell over the summer. So that means a year after he gave her the promise ring necklace, they finally got engaged. You know what? Out of sight, out of mind for these Vanderpumpers. I know. They were such an important part of my life, Juliet. Like, they were my life, That's these people. That's not surprising for you, though. You you know, you say you drag the folder to the trash. I drag the folder to the trash yeah. once these shows are over. Sorry, Vanderpumpers. I love you. This we cut t- t- touched on our NBA After Dark. I find it distressing. Yeah. James Harden is maybe dating Khloe Kardashian. He's who's still married to Lamar Odom, by the way. Yes. There's okay. Let me just name some names. Okay. Reggie Bush, Miles Austin, Chris Humphreys, Lamar Odom. They all date Kardashians and then just disappear from the face of the planet. James Harden's riding so high, he almost won the MVP. He's a freaking breakfast defector. He's a breakfast defector. What does he need? He's starting for? a revolution. Yeah. He's got a lot of time on his hands. It's upsetting. Get get away from her. Oh, speaking of the Kardashians, um, Courtney and Scott finally broke up. Which mm-hmm. I figured you might be upset about. Oh, no, I'm not upset about it, but I'm like locked into this story. Yeah. And it's so pretty deep. The first thing that he put on Instagram, which he obviously doesn't mm-hmm. manage himself, yep. was like some picture that was like, come party with me in Vegas. And that he's since deleted it. Bad optics. But he obviously doesn't, didn't, he wasn't doing that himself. Like his, his social media person, which is sad that he has one, but whatever. He probably needs it. Uh, posted it. And so, then Penelope's birthday was this week, their second kid. And she went to Disneyland for her birthday, and he like sent posted some sad Instagram of her. Let me give you some details about this relationship. Okay, please do. Okay, Scott Disick. He is married to this, not married to this woman, no. right? Not married to her. He's been dating. Her. They have two kids, three kids now. When he found out that he was having a third kid, he was upset. He was like, "Why are you having all these kids? I can't take all this responsibility." Is how he reacted. He's like, "Stop having children." That's upsetting, right? It's like he like legitimately like doesn't want it. Right? He's like upset about it. Then here's the part. He this is what this is my wife explained this to me. He's been missing, like gone on a bender recently, right? On the show. No, like in real life. Oh. Guess how long? Nine days. Longer. What? Like a month. Oh my god. This is what I'm reading in like Daily Mail or whatever. But like a month long bender and he hasn't like checked in with his girlfriend and baby mama of those three kids. Not okay. Think about that. A month. If I was gone for one night, it would be huge yeah, in my course. house. Of course. Huge. This guy's gone for a they bender like, for a month. Have, they have a newborn. Yes. Like a three month old. Also, he claims to have never changed a diaper and he has three children. That's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Also, like Courtney, that's that's a reflection of you as well. Like, you yeah, sh- ooh, like good point. why do you stand for that? Yeah, good point. Demand more. And they had pictures of him with his ex girlfriend, kind of snugging in a very sexual way in like Europe or something. Yes, yeah. So, but so, I think they were probably already broken up. Probably still not yeah. good. That guy, that guy's he's he needs to go somewhere and take some more ayahuasca and get his life together. Seriously. And on a final note, there's still hope for love. Michelle Money and Cody from last year's Bachelor in Paradise. Back together! You know what? I can see that working out. In the weirdest way. I guess so. Good for them. Do you think they're back together just so we say that they're back together because we wouldn't say anything about them otherwise? And they might not be on this season of Bachelor in Paradise, so they're trying to like... Still be relevant. In some way, shape, or form. I don't know, but she has a kid, so I want her to like be careful with her decisions here. Yeah. Be careful with your decisions, Michelle Money. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. And on Monday, check out Food News. Check out Food News. Thank you for listening to Grantland. To hear more Grantland shows in your earballs, subscribe to Grantland Sports and Grantland Pop Culture on iTunes. Or go to grantland.com and click on Podcasts.